Monday, September 13th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, I introduce you to the child living in my basement. Plus, when YouTubers accidentally upload unedited videos, hilarity ensues. A new 9-11 abortion of a tribute song and locked and traumatized in a porta potty All coming up today. <laughs> Very pretty rectum. Yes, Dimension, back here with you, kicking off a new week of programs. And boy, do I have a fantastic one for you today. We kick things off with just a, a great example of like the state of YouTube. I remember talking to uh, some young people, very young. I have them in my basement right now, if you want to hear from them directly. They're a bit tied up, though, if you know what I mean. Let me stomp on the floor and see if they're responding. Hey, what were we just talking about today? No. Hey. No. I. What did I? I asked you a question. Up, up, up. All right. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Answer the question, or you're gonna get the belt sander. What were we just talking about today? Yes, the state of YouTube. Really, was that so hard? My mom's name is Amy Latham. Someone find her. No one is going to help you. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, this was just a silly little bit, of course. I don't really have a child in the basement. It's a crawlspace. No, it's not. That's my new pet parrot, Pup Pup. I don't know where he gets all this. I think his last owner had a twisted sense of humor. Pup, pup, shut the fuck up. My name is Jessica. No. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Enough. That's where he shut, took me from. Shut up. Pup, pup is not going to get dinner if pup, pup's not a good bird. You're already looking really skinny. That's how you said you like me. Pup, pup's being rather mouthy today. Pup, pup's not going to get a cracker. 
Fuck your salty. Oh yeah, fuck my salt. Okay, I'll deal with you later. Pup pup. Damn toddler birds. No, I was talking to uh it may have been my nieces. Let's go with nieces. And uh and they were telling me how they don't really watch that much TV anymore. It's all about watching their favorite YouTubers like Charlie D McCarley. I, I don't know what the it's Charlie D Medusas. I, I don't know there there's some Charlie. And I remember I had to you guys may remember I got uh, Christmas presents with her fucking logo on it. She's the one that had some sort of deal with Duncan. She made like had a drink named after her, the Charlie. I don't know. They just watch YouTubers. Uh, my one of my nieces watches like this uh, whole family of YouTubers, and it is. I, I tried to watch to understand the appeal, and it's just like a boring family. I didn't get the appeal, but. These YouTubers are raking in the money. And the appeal seems to be that, uh, you know, you're watching real people, real life. And these YouTubers seem to be more accessible than celebrities you see on TV. You know what I mean? Like they'll comment on their videos, interact with their fans. Viewers get very invested in these YouTubers' lives, their struggles, their drama. But as some of us know, and when I say us, I'm talking about... TV listeners in particular who can smell bullshit a mile away. What these kids are watching is nothing more than the next generation of reality TV, which we all know is fake. Most of it, like 90% of it, is manufactured crap. And that's exactly what these YouTubers are. I've got proof of that today. Oh, this is just so great. Obviously, I don't follow a lot of mommy vloggers like Jordan Cheyenne. She is supposedly pretty successful, according to her own website. Jordan runs a successful YouTube channel with over 550,000 subscribers. On her channel, you'll find a variety of content from her, oh God, Boss Babe slash Entrepreneur series, fitness and meal prep videos, daily vlogs with her son, oh, Let's put a pin in that one. We're going to circle back to that in just a second. Uh, Christian, Christian videos, law of attraction, manifestation videos. <laughs> I think she's a witch. <laughs> and vulnerable, raw, single mom chit chat and vlogs about being a young single mom. Okay. While Jordan may be an entrepreneur and a boss babe, I think that just means she's part of a pyramid scheme, right? Does she sell scentsy candles? Is there information on how to become a part of her LuLaRoe downline? She seems like a winner. I wouldn't mind joining Team Jordan selling leggings or whatever. Yeah, she may be a successful boss babe, but she's got a lot to learn about video editing. You see, recently Jordan uploaded a raw video instead of the finished edited product. Let me give you the backstory here. So um, Jordan and her son adopted a new dog, cute little puppy. That puppy uh, came home with Jordan and then started throwing up and shitting all over the place. They took it to the vet and dun, 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 dog has Parvo. Parvo is not a great thing for a puppy to have. There is a rather high like death rate if a puppy comes down with Parvo. Needless to say, you know, it's very sad. The son was upset and uh, Jordan thought it would be a good time to turn on the camera. What better way to manipulate your audience than with a crying child, right? I love you guys. Come here, come closer. 
So the kid, as you can hear, is crying and screeching because he just found out his puppy's probably going to die. And already the mom's like, get in frame. What the hell is wrong with you? YouTube is a visual medium. Yes, it's important we hear you cry, but I want to see the tears. Mommy needs those sweet clicks. People aren't going to know to watch the video unless there's a thumbnail of you bawling. I need to see you crying. Come closer for the video. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. It's like, put your head on my shoulder. There it is, nice and uh, right in the middle of the frame. Act like you're crying. Really quick. I am crying. <laughs> Act like you're crying. Go like this. No, I'm not. I'm no, I know, but go like this for the video. Go like this, put one hand up, go like this. No, go like this. Put your hand like this. But let them see your mouth. Yeah, he's like, he's putting the, his hand up the wrong way. It's covering his mouth. No, we need to see your mouth. Let them see your mouth. I'm actually crying. Like, Mom, you don't have to direct me because I'm actually, I'm actually sad. This is a real emotion. It's not manu- manufactured. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Meanwhile, you know who's fake crying? <laughs> the mother. Typically, if you're inconsolable, bawling your head off, you don't stop and go, wait, wait, wait. Okay, stop. Go like this. Go like this. Do it more believably. Go like this. No, I know. I know. But just go like this. And she turns the waterworks back on. Put your hand like this. But let them see your mouth. Let them see your mouth. I don't know, Mama. I'm actually crying. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm actually crying. I know. Look at me. Look at me. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. Yeah, she's totally trying to get a thumbnail. Like, okay, we got it. Great. She was trying to pose with him, right? So he's face, like their heads are together, like up up against one another, like consoling one another and and both crying. That was the big thumbnail. Reaction was swift and harsh from her viewers. It prompted multiple apology videos. All of her videos right now are on lockdown, so I can't play them for you, except for one. Yeah, someone re-uploaded this. Thank you, Remy, on YouTube. You the real MVP. Let's see what she has to say for herself. What's going on, guys? I'm posting this on Instagram, and I'm also going to upload these IG stories to my YouTube. So if you're watching on my YouTube and it's vertical ways, this is why. I have posted three apologies about this so far. I went on the Dad Challenge podcast this morning. He asked to interview me, and we answered so many questions about child exploitation and children on YouTube. I have- By the way, it's just so funny. This video was posted on September 11th. While a nation was in mourning, remembering the biggest tragedy to ever happen to this country, Jordan was working on her third apology video for making her kid cry on camera. Never forget, this whole ordeal really was her 9-11. I have made a commitment moving forward to not include my son in any videos. I even went back and took off about 20 videos that had myself and Christian in them. Does she want to be commended for this? I mean, everyone knows the only reason you're doing it is because you were caught. Don't all of a sudden act like you're some righteous child privacy advocate. Because just like 24 hours ago, it was you who was like, Hey, 
Get in frame and cry harder. Put your hand up to your face. I want to see those tears. Get that lip quivering, you little shit. And don't whimper. I want to hear you cry. Your whole body should be shaking. <laughs> but it's nice you're coming out against child exploitation. We'll continue to do so. It's going to take me a minute. I've been vlogging for eight years, but I have made the decision that is 100% the healthiest for my child and his. <laughs> Again, it's because you're you were caught. Mental health to be. I made the decision. You were forced into this. Off the camera. Um, and I just want to let you guys know this as well. After eight years of vlogging, I am making the decision to take Christian completely off my channel. That's right. You've been doing this for eight years. The only reason you came to this decision again is because you fucked up hard. Oh, and I love that it's her that fucked up. Like, there's no one else she can blame. She uploaded an unedited raw video. I can't believe she's been vlogging and including her kid for eight years. I mean, the damage has been done. This kid is fucked. He does not stand a chance. He is totally going to take after his mommy. He knows how to manipulate people emotionally, you know? Been taught from the best. Everything about him is probably as fake as her fucking tits. I don't, I don't know if she has fake tits. Her whole persona is fake, it sounds like. How about that? Like most YouTubers who issue apology videos, she's sorry, dot, 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 that she got caught. So that's Jordan Cheyenne. We heard how she spent her September 11th. You know, she was honoring the troops in her own non-existent way. Miss May uncovered a uh, great September 11th tribute song. This is one I've never heard before. She sent it along to me and she said, you better play this on your show. And then made reference to my uncircumcised dick, which I think is a good indication that Miss May is not a daily listener of Distorted View. If she was a devoted freak, she would know that uh, my dick is cut, bitch. Yeah, Timmy Boo is skimmed and trimmed, and my cock is ready to take a swim in butthole. Unfortunately, there's no synonym for ass that rhymes with skim or trim. But you know what I like. All right, so listen, I've got a new September 11th tribute song right after talking about my circumcised cock. Very respectful there. This song is called a message to Osama bin Laden. I wonder if he ever got this message. <laughs> I wonder if he heard some of these tribute songs. One could argue this music is almost more of a tragedy than 9-11. That argument is wrong, of course. 9-11 is the bigger tragedy, but this one, this comes in at a close second. It goes 9-11, 9-11 tribute songs, and then maybe Pearl Harbor. Why aren't there any... Uh, Pearl Harbor truthers out there. I'm going to start that. Pearl Harbor wasn't bombed. It was an inside job. If anything, the U.S. government bombed Pearl Harbor to get American citizens to support going to war. Holy shit, I'm onto something. Guys, if I'm killed overnight because I was pulling at this thread, man, don't let them win. Continue my work. Investigate. Question everything, man. The Japs were innocent. It was us all along. This is heavy. This is real heavy, man. All right. Uh, for right now, though, let's listen to this September 11th tribute song called A Message to Osama Bin Laden. All right. This is way too happy to be a 9-11 tribute song. La, da, 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 da. This is a message to Osama Bin Laden. All right, the music is way too loud. I can't understand a word he's saying. 
I thought the first thing he mentioned was Osama being circumcised. This is a message to Hold Osama on. bin Laden. Right here. Who is this uncircumcised? What? Who is this man circumcised? The devil. I'm definitely getting some we didn't start the fire vibes here. Bin Laden circumcised. That the next lyric. I love that 9-11 got all these horrible musical artists all fired up. I'm finally going to publish a song. I'm going to make a difference. Prolapse, ass cunt, fat women's pubic gunt. We could turn this whole song into a, you know, a distorted view anthem. Pearl Harbor truthers, techno geek computers, stupid bitch YouTubers exploiting her sad son. Hillary's got pizza gate, horny dudes, gooner bait, castrate men straight from our most fucked up stage. We didn't start the fire. It was You know, something like that. Run with that, freaks. Make your own version. Let's finish up with this stupid tribute song. I'm sorry, I'm having a real hard time deciphering what he's saying. I think he's I think he said we're going to feed Osama bin Laden's carcass to birds. Again, the instrumental is so happy and upbeat, but it's kind of a dark song. God of the U.S. of A. It's just like a jumble of religious and patriotic wording. There's a God of the United States, the Lord of glory, who has pride in America, blessing the proud and the free, savior of the brave. Not really saying anything. He's just a, a lot of words. But I love that song. Thank you very much, Miss May, for that uh, special September 11th tribute. Glad I could mention that, even though we weren't uh, doing a show on September 11th. Someone who was also paying tribute to 9-11, um, Rudy Giuliani, who was America's mayor for a while. For those of you who maybe weren't alive, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there may be some listeners who weren't alive during 9-11. But uh, Rudy Giuliani was the mayor of New York, and he was widely praised for his handling of the tragedy. Uh, now he's um, not so respected. He's I don't know what's going on with Rudy. I don't think Trump was a good fit for Rudy because it kind of ruined him, right? He was doing like press conferences for Trump in front of landscaping businesses. And he had that dripping hair dye situation. Then he farted during some sort of hearing. Remember that? <laughs> like it's it's been a rough couple years for Rudy. Despite the fact that 9-11 was a tragedy, kind of a great day to be Rudy Giuliani. Everyone remembers his leadership and how he got New Yorkers through this tragedy. 
Rudy also gets invited to, you know, special 9-11 dinners. And I've got a clip here of him speaking at one of these uh, 9-11 dinners this year. And again, I he's not doing well. I don't know if he's drunk here or he's just really angry. Take a listen. Imagine that Tony Blinken or Miley? How did, how's that guy a general? Jesus. The other day, he said that the Bagram Air Force Base is not strategically important. I wanted to grab his, what do you have, five stars, ten stars, twelve stars? Yeah, he's, he's rather well-respected. So many stars that come in into his ears. I wanted to grab his stars, shove it down his throat, and say, It's 400 miles from China, asshole! And the crowd went mild. China is going to be our enemy for the next 40 years. You have an airbase 400 miles from them, and you're giving it up, idiot! What the hell is wrong with you? Who pays you? Christ! That is crazy! Um, again, this was a 9-11 dinner. So I guess honor the memories of those we lost, and of course, uh, the police officers and firefighters. I don't know. I shouldn't get into this. What Biden did in the last two weeks is freaking insane. It cannot be explained. Oh. All right, now he's got the audience back on his side. For a moment, he lost them. I don't think the audience was following him, that's all. Just blame something on Biden. Perks the crowd right up. Hey, uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I gotta say thanks to uh, DB listener Tyler Soros Rex. He found a list of uh, some really great public service announcements. I'm not gonna play them all right now, but you know I love bad PSAs. We've been playing these things for, what, 15 plus years? I'm surprised there are still bad PSAs that I haven't heard about. Uh, So I've got a couple here that I want to share with you. First up, uh, well, this comes from Ireland. Maybe that's why I haven't heard of this one. Uh, It's a uh, Irish anti-speeding PSA. She's got a smile that it seems. Oh boy. So wait a second. We've got a bunch of children uh, getting ready to leave school. I don't think some of them are going to make it home. (laughs) You can tell by the slow, somber rendition of Sweet Child of Mine, tragedy is about to strike. So I was wrong. These kids aren't going home. It looks like they're um, on recess and they're all sitting outside in the grass. There is a road nearby. Oh, but the car loses control and flips over like the uh, partition or barrier, fence, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. This car is like flipping towards a, a, a class of children. It is so great. I'm going to make it today's featured image and uh, chapter artwork right now. The reason why I think this PSA is great is... You guys, even though this is very visual, you'll be able to tell the moment of impact when the car strikes the children and you actually see the car hitting the kids. Right there. How is this? How? This is. I'm sorry. They used a cartoon squishing sound effect. This is supposed to be a very sad, sobering 
PSA about, you know, paying attention to driving, anti-speeding. I have to believe that whoever uploaded this PSA added that sound effect. I could watch that over and over on loop. Since 2000, speeding has killed a classroom of our children. Shame on you. You can never control the consequences if you speed. Oh my God, they literally said shame on you. Shame on you for speeding. You're part of the problem, asshole. I love how one car took out an entire classroom, literally squished them all. That's not a PSA. That's a that's a feel-good short film, if you ask me. Meanwhile, over in Scotland, the big PSA over there uh, was an anti-rape ad. <laughs> You're terrible. Okay, so we've got uh, some people at a nightclub. It's a uh, you know a girl talking to a guy. <laughs> You're terrible. You're- and another guy is checking her out. So Shut up. You Check out this Scott. She's asking for it. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to hear with the accent in the background, but he's really zooming in on her skirt. He likes her skirt. This guy might be gay. All right, uh, he's it's, it's all sparkly. All right, so uh, he's like, "Ooh, check out the skirt on he on her. She's asking for it." Scott, she's asking for it. Then we see uh, we flash backwards to when the girl was picking out the skirt at the at the mall. Can I help? Yeah, thanks. I'm going out tonight, and I want to get raped. I need a skirt that will encourage a guy to have sex with me against my will. Oh, well, then you're going to want to go with that blue. That blue one's going to work out great for you. The beginning of this ad had me worried. It's obviously that guy was about to pounce on her. But this is what she's looking for. The blue one. Definitely the blue. Yeah. Blue screams rape to me. As if. Nobody asks to be raped. Well, now, that is not entirely true. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. I feel like raping boy pussy is a little different than standard rape. Well, you know, gays say stuff like that all the time. They don't actually want to be raped, but they want to be raped, you know? Not real rape, the sexy kind of rape, you know what I'm saying? We really need to up our rape game. (laughs) Our rape PSA game here in the United States because... Overseas has some amazing PSAs, the uh, Scotland PSA and, uh, of course, the classic Australian rape PSA. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Well, today I'm 21 and officially an adult. Officially over the hill. Yes, Daddy. You'll have to find another special little girl. I've still got your sister. This is like a sitcom. I'd like to thank my parents for having me. Every night for ten years. <laughs> See? Cue the can laughter. You know, I look at Daddy tonight and I still remember the first words he ever said to me after he raped me. Here comes the punchline. Don't, Don't tell, tell Mom. <laughs> Daddy's Little Fuck Toy is back with new episodes next week. Jack impregnates his daughter, but are they ready for a rape baby and an incest baby? Double the trouble equals infinite laughs. Next week on Daddy's Little Fuck Toy. 
Coming up next, being differently abled is the norm at Mongloid High. Jack tries out for the high school swim team, but with no arms and legs, he might be better as a buoy. Jump into the comedy deep end on Mongloid High, next. If Distorted View Daily was a television network. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. Hey, if you are not yet Sideshow members, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Sign up. And when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this show since December 2004, so there are thousands and thousands of past programs. More importantly, when you become a Sideshow member, you also gain access to all of the new exclusive shows we're doing every week, usually uh, twice a week, as a matter of fact, uh, typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That means tomorrow I'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast. So it's a great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99, uh, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check it out. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. I try to make it easy for you guys. Other ways to support the program, we uh, have a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And there are some other perks over there. You can check it out. Again, Patreon.com slash view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up. Oh, I believe this is a Distorted View update. You may remember the Maryland man who plunged a semen-filled syringe into a woman. And to be clear, she didn't want a cum injection. This wasn't like some weird COVID cure thing. He was actually just uh, shopping at a grocery store when a guy jabbed her with semen. Uh, Well, that man now is heading to prison. Thomas Brian Steeman, which rhymes with semen. I don't necessarily remember reading the original story, but I'm sure I made that connection last time, right? I think this guy was trying to bottle his stuff and sell it. He was giving out samples at the grocery stores like Costco. Come on, try a little of steaming semen. Give it a shot. Yeah, Thomas Brian Steeman, or Stemmen, was sentenced to 10 years in prison for first and second degree assault. He pleaded guilty in June. Wow, justice is not that swift, is it? I was like, yeah, I did it. Put me behind bars. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to wait a few months. Really think about this. It's three months to sentence this guy who pleaded guilty. I feel like if you plead guilty, things should be expedited. Quickly. This, You know, this guy obviously didn't want to go to trial. He's like, yeah, whatever, I did it. Just give me my punishment. Give me my sentencing so we can get this over with and I can get on with my life. Uh, Steeman attacked Katie Peters in February at Christopher's Fine Foods at uh, Shady Side Road in Churchton. The incident was caught on surveillance video. According to investigators, Steeman tried to attack two other people. He was really loaded up. He had enough semen for uh, three or four injections. All right. uh, Yes, he tried to attack two other people before Peters. Steeman had recently moved from Ohio, of course, the Florida of the North, and had six prior convictions on his record from 1986 to 1996. So he took a break. 
you know, he hasn't been in trouble since 1996. It's almost like he went into semen retirement. I had a good 10-year run from 86 to 96, jabbing people with my jizz, and uh, I thought I'd hang it up after that, but after the craziness of last year, I thought I'd get out of retirement. You know, I was cooped up in the house. I'd go back to sticking people with my semen syringes part-time, just part-time. That's right. He blamed this all on the pandemic, being cooped up in the house. What is the coronavirus not responsible for, I ask you? All right, uh, second story we have for you today. Here's a dumb one. This one comes from New Mexico. A woman using a porta potty in Gallup, New Mexico, was locked inside the porta potty from outside. Laramie Blake said, It was Saturday. I went to Gallup to sell at the flea market, you know, as one does. I don't go there often, she said. Blake and her mom were feeling hopeful to make some sales and everything was going fine until, you know, she started cramping. She's like, ah, got a shit. And this is like not an indoor flea market. It's an outdoor flea market, I guess. So uh, the only shitters were the porta potties. She popped into one of the porta potties for a quick break and she said, my Lord, <laughs> I felt the door tug, you know, the leverage on the porta potties. It shows if it's red or green, and obviously if it's red, it means it's locked, Blake said. She immediately tried to open the door, but uh, but couldn't. At first, she thought the door was just jammed. So uh, she kept tugging, kept pulling, trying to unjam the door, and, and that didn't work. And then she started to freak out, and she started yelling. Uh, a man came by to help uh, and told her there was a lock on the door, like a physical lock. <laughs> I'm guessing someone walked by like a kid or something, (laughs) came by with a lock and locked the door. Uh, She was freed using a bolt cutter. Now, I understand this is this would be like a a frustrating, mildly scary event. I think after you call for help and someone was there to hear you and they're like, all right, I'm going to help you get out of this. I think some of the panic should subside. Because now people on the outside are aware of your situation. You're gonna get out of the porta potty eventually. The whole reason there's a news story is because this woman wants to warn others now about the porta potty. She's, you know, she's she's considering this a near death situation, which it's kind of pushing it. Now you're just being dramatic. She said, "My lord," <laughs> I'm adding the "my lord" part. New stuff, new stuff are coming out. With sex trafficking and kidnapping, <laughs> who's gonna want to sex traffic a bra that's like been sloshing around in a porta potty? Uh, gross. New stuff are coming out with sex trafficking and kidnapping, and when I replay everything that happened in my head, I feel that was what was supposed to happen. I was supposed to be sex trafficked. What? Luckily, the guy who was there to save me was probably there at the right time. Guys, I understand sex trafficking is a real problem around the world. I don't know how big of a problem it is here in the United States. This is a full-grown woman, you know, a woman who has kids. Uh, Are they looking to to fucking sex traffic 40-year-old women? I I don't know. Kids, maybe. (laughs) Middle-aged broads? I don't know. All right. Uh, She posted about her experience on social media and says she wants people to be aware of their surroundings. I have an eight-year-old daughter and a four-year-old boy, and, you know, just the thought of me living my life without them hurts. 
Okay. A report was filed to the sheriff's office. Blake is hoping someone might have seen what happened and will come forward. Well, I wouldn't hold my breath. Kind of like how one would hold their breath in a porta potty because uh, you. All right. Uh, final story we have for you to know. Well, it's that time of year, especially in the UK. I think September is when this type of thing starts. And that type of thing is uh, people purposely trying to scare the shit out of their neighbors. We were just recently talking about, uh, you know, the clown thing. Remember there was like clowns popping up and just sort of like standing on the street off in the distance and everyone in the neighborhood was freaking out. That happened somewhere in the UK. Well, now a woman dressed as a nun was seen dancing with a skeleton in a graveyard. You can check out the chapter artwork if you uh, want to see a screen screenshot of that. Uh, the site was captured on camera by a passing car passenger on Spring Break. I'm sorry, sp- Spring Bank West outside the old Hull General Cemetery over there in the UK. The woman was wearing a cream nun's habit and quaff headpiece. She was seen appearing to dance with one model human skeleton and then playing with another that looked like a, a dog, like it was a, a, a skeleton of a, a, a dog. A startled witness said, literally, she was standing at the cemetery opposite uh, the turnoff for Heimer's school over there on uh, Springbank West. She was dancing with a skeleton. It was clearly attracting a lot of attention with people stopping by to watch nearby and people in their cars looking. Now, no one was filming this per se, Maybe someone off in the distance, but there wasn't like a film crew wasn't being shot for TikTok or a YouTube video. The odd spectacle happened just before 12 noon on Saturday on the busy road into Hull. The Hull General Cemetery has not been used for almost 50 years, although it remains one of the city's most historic sites. Created in 1847, it was used until 1972 when it was closed. The news story says that in the 1800s, there was a huge cholera outbreak. And a lot of those uh, people who died of cholera were buried at this very cemetery. So it's kind of famous. Oh, the glitz and glamour of the Hull Cemetery, home to 5,000 cholera corpses. Great. Uh, That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails now and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are so many ways you can contact me. Show at distortedview.com, that's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. Call in now, and you will probably hear your message sometime in 2023. Who will be president? Someone going to get impeached? Someone going to die? We don't know. Maybe. Take your guesses. Call into the voicemail line now. Predictions, you know. You might all still be hunkering down. There might be another spike in uh, coronavirus cases. Oh, wouldn't that just be lovely? All right. So, yes, uh, contact me on social media as well, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok uh, and Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. All right. Let's check in with a few of you itty hits. La, da, 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 da. La, da, 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 da. La, da, da, da. Are you trying to do my Metallica Marianne Faithful thing? La, da, da, da. Who I, I, like, before I knew it was Marianne Faithful doing that, I was convinced, and no one could tell me different, that 
It was a little midget, a little a man, a little midget man doing that voice. Uh-huh. A dwarf. Lollipop gill. Alright, thank you very much for that. See what I mean? Idiots calling in. Oh, I hate Timmy Blue. It's Great Big Pete. Sorry about that last message there. Kind of fucked it up. Well, that's okay. My listeners didn't hear it. Uh, listen, I just wanted to say that I love you, and I've been thinking of you. Like, naked. I think of your little bum cheeks there, and how round they are. I've been thinking of your supple breasts, and your nice, long, flowing hair. Yeah, I've been thinking of all those things. You want me to, like, uh, flip over my hair and then lightly brush my hair up against your body? Lift up your shirt. Tickle your titties with my hair. So anyways, give me a call back to me, boo. It'd be nice to hear from oh, you. Oh, okay. You. Yeah, Great well, you, you got me horny, so uh, I'm definitely going to give you a call and we'll... Uh, Finish up here after the show. Hey Tim, it's uh, Greg from Austin calling. Um, Greg, you know I I am not an easily offended person. Uh, I mean I've been listening to you. Did I say something that hurt your feelings, baby? What's wrong? Offended person. Uh, I mean I've been listening to your show for fucking ever, but uh, Mongoloid High is that what got you? I got a little offended listening to your show uh, this week. Uh, who the fuck does decoy Jew think he is calling in and talking down to other freaks and then comparing Carbon Chaperone to Modest Fucking Mouse? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I knew that was going to trigger someone. Hey, Tim, Cat Lady. Um, you cut me off before I got to the best part of Well, the- I'm sorry. Level 80 Cat Lady, I'm sorry. You call in with like a seven-minute message. I've got so many uh, fucking people calling into the Patreon line. I got people complaining that I don't play the other calls. I can't play every fucking second of every fucking call. I got to just move on sometime. I'm so sorry. I'd love to hear from you, but fuck Jesus. I believe that was that, uh, you know, Randy Newman, the guy that does like, you got a friend. Yeah. That guy. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I, I'm going to cut you off and I'm probably going to forget to play the rest of your message. And then you're going to call back mad again. But I have to bring this up. Uh, I got a package. I just fucking talked about this on the show the other day. Literally, it was on Friday's podcast, right? And uh, I got in the mail today this little guy. You can't see it, but you can definitely hear him. Yes, uh, Level 80 Cat Lady sent me a gotta go turtle. Now, I haven't tried feeding this thing, but um, it does repeat everything you say, and it's super annoying. Now, I haven't tried feeding this thing, but um, it does repeat everything you say, and it's super annoying. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, turtle. Fuck you, turtle. You, turtle. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Nice. Uh, okay, that's enough of. Uh, okay, that's enough of the turtle. How do I turn this off? Enough. Enough of that bullshit. Thank you, level eighty cat lady, for more crap. By the way, it is going to be prominently displayed in the uh, the wall behind me, right next to Pedo Bear. All right. Uh, thank you, Lovely Cat Lady. 
Next. Oh, oh no. Hold he on. has songs that are uh, like bigoted, I guess. I don't know. Randy Newman has bigoted songs. I need examples. But he has one against short people. So, like, if you just go to YouTube and you search Randy Newman and short people, you'll come up with, uh, I think it's called, like, short people don't deserve to live. And it's a song about short people that don't deserve to live. It's great. I guess other ones like that. So I think you should check that out, definitely. Also, uh, I hope you like the gift set you're going to get on Well, Sunday. I just talked about it. Thank you so much, lovely cat lady. Appreciate that. Hey, Tim. Haley's Comet calling up uh, with a quick message for the fresh round of people saying that I'm annoying. Just thank your lucky stars I never sing on these voicemail calls. I can't sing. It's rather horrifying. Hey, we should do a duet. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's returning. Hillary's got pizza gate, honey dude, gooner bait, cat straight, men straight from our most fucked up state. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 that's 20666. So God is it oh God. What the hell is wrong with you? Who pays you? Christ! That is crazy! Spread the distortion. STD tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's show is going to be sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you gotta sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Do that. I would be so appreciative, and you can catch tomorrow's show. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Distorted View Daily proudly presents. <laughs> Jesus. Are you with us or are you against us? Do you hate us? Lay the blame for your problems on us. Could you please explain the source of your pain? Cause it makes no sense to us Are you for us or do you for us While your people want to be more like us We didn't give a damn about the grand plan Till we decided to include us It's not that simple, oh yeah, it really is It's not that easy Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.